You're listening to Soundbite, the podcast that's food for your ears. I'm Celine Roberts. This episode is a condensed version of a full eight-hour day I spent on the road with the 412 Food Rescue Truck. 412 Food Rescue is an organization that aims to fight hunger by collecting fresh, healthy food that would otherwise be discarded and directly distributing it to community organizations that serve those in need. Sounds simple, but it's actually a very radical premise. Founders Leah Lazzarondo of Raisin Kitchen and Giselle Fetterman of Braddock and Wilkinsburg Free Stores teamed up to address the immediate hunger issues of people in Pittsburgh communities. We'll follow the food as it gets trucked from the Gordon Food Services Distribution Center by Big Green, the 412 Food Rescue Food Truck, to places around the city, getting it directly into the hands of people who need it most. My name is Scott Marshall, and uh, I am the truck driver for uh, 412 Food Rescue. And uh, today we're headed out to Gordon Food Service in Imperial to pick up at the very large distribution center. We go out two days a week and we pick up anything uh, from perishable food, non-perishable food, produce, paper products, anything that's going to waste. On average, we would rescue between 4,000 and 6,000 pounds uh, two days a week uh, with the truck. Um, And then we go from there, uh, we head to different locations throughout Allegheny County. Uh, We have a a great partnership with Allegheny County Housing Authority uh, and Housing Authority of the City of Pittsburgh, um, as well as local food pantries and Meals on Wheels pick up those two days a week in the afternoon and we go to different sites. Uh, We rotate the sites on the calendar so that we're not going to the same site every single week. Um, And there's probably about 20 or 30 sites that we rotate in on a monthly basis. Um, So today we're picking up food uh, in Imperial um, and we don't have any idea on how much we're getting until we actually get to the warehouse. Um, We don't know how much or what uh, of each product that we're picking up. Uh, We just go and pick that up and then we deliver it from there. Um, At each one of the individual sites today, uh, sometimes there's volunteers that meet us at those sites uh, and help unload the truck. Uh, They also help recording uh, what comes off the truck uh, because all of the food that we take on the truck and then deliver into these communities We weigh and record, and we've been tracking that. In our first year of operation, uh, before we had this truck, we had a volunteer. He drove his own personal truck, uh, and then in June of 2016, we got this truck, which was donated by Andrew McCutcheon, uh, Pirates Charities was involved, the Lions Club, uh, Sharin Law Group. many organizations that donated us money to help us get the truck on the road Um, but in our first year of operation we rescued over a million pounds of food so today we're going to be going to five different locations in the hazelwood part of town Uh, we'll be going to a latino family center uh, and then two housing authority city of pittsburgh sites then we do a homeless shelter downtown uh, called wood street commons and a meals on wheels facility in Hazelwood as well. So you'll get to see the different 
sizes of the sites that we go to and the different kinds of people that we are donating to. For people who might not be familiar with the organization's overall objective, can you tell us what 412 Food Rescue aims to do? Well, number one is to feed people and rescue waste. We don't have a, a food production problem in this country. We have a food distribution problem. 40% uh, of the food that we produce in, in the United States uh, goes to waste. So a lot of the food that we produce ends up in dumpsters and landfills. So the mission of 412 Food Rescue is to not only feed people, but thinking at it from a climate change perspective and thinking of it from just a waste perspective, when 40% of your food ends up in a landfill, um, that also has ramifications on uh, climate change and greenhouse gases. So the number one goal is to feed people that are hungry. Get food into the hands of the people uh, that don't have enough resources um, to, to go get their own food. Um, they may live in a food desert where there's not a grocery store. Um, they may not have the financial means. Um, there's several different things to contribute to that, but the number one goal is to get food into the hands of the people that don't have access to food. And we do that by rescuing food that would otherwise be going to waste. Let's take bananas, for instance. Bananas are one of those products that go bad very easily on store shelves. And we're all guilty of it. We don't want to buy the bananas that are already ripe. We want to buy the green bananas that have time to ripen when we get home. But what happens to all the bananas that are already ripe when they get to the grocery store? They're perfectly good bananas, but yet they get thrown in the trash because we've been trained as consumers to just buy the produce that looks good and the produce that's going to last on our shelf at home. And that's how we end up wasting of the food that that we grow in this country. Like I said, it's a, it's a distribution problem, uh, not a production problem, because we, we produce enough food easily to feed everyone. It's getting it to the people that are hungry. It's the major problem. The thing that we strive for and that we really look at is we don't want to pick up garbage, because there's certain instances where there's food that is rotted that needs to go in the garbage. We're not picking up bad food. We may be picking up ugly fruit. Uh, we may be picking up um, potatoes and there might be one bad potato in that bag. So people don't want to buy that bag in the, in the grocery store, but all they have to do is open up the bag and take out the one bad potato and you've got a 10 pound bag of potatoes that's perfectly fine. So this truck is a big green food we, delivering machine. Yes, we call it Big Green. Um, and uh, we've, we've had the truck since June. We do a morning run um, and we pick up um, anywhere between 1,000 and 2,000 pounds of food five days a week in the morning at Trader Joe's in the South Hills. And then Mondays and Thursdays, we go to Gordon Food Service in Imperial and we pick up another 4,000 to 5,000 pounds um, those two days a week. So 
I would say on average, I, I would say somewhere between 10 and 15,000 pounds of food a week just in the truck. Now we also have what's called uh, ad hoc donations uh, where we'll get a call from a local Giant Eagle and they may have, or a local Panera, and they may have, you know, three or four boxes of bagels to donate. Well, we really don't need those in the refrigerated truck. We then send volunteers via our Facebook, uh, social media, networking sites, and we mobilize volunteers then to go all over town and pick up little small donations most of the time, those are just worked into someone's normal daily schedule. So there's kind of two aspects of the food rescue. We're using the truck for large rescues, um, products that need refrigerated because there's a food safety aspect to it. Then we also have people running around town. Well, let's just say, for instance, somebody drops their kids off at school in the morning, and then they're going out to run errands for the afternoon. Um, and... We have a pickup in East Liberty that's going to the Strip District to one of our, our recipients. So we put that message out on social media and that's where people get in touch with us to do smaller rescues. And that can vary from day to day. You never know when you're gonna get a call. Um, so can anyone and their Honda Accord just be a volunteer for 412 Food Rescue? You don't, you don't even need a vehicle to rescue food with 412 because we have a partnership with Zipcar. So if you're if you're renting a Zipcar and you do a food rescue while you're renting the vehicle and, and for your own personal use, but you do a food rescue, then Zipcar gives you a credit for a certain amount of time towards your rental. We also have bike rescues downtown. So people can pick up if they're riding their bike downtown and they want to pick up a bag of bagels at Brugger's and take them to one of our homeless shelters that's a partner with us or a pantry that's a partner with us, you can also pick up on your bicycle and take it a short distance as well. Um, we partnered with Healthy Ride, uh, which is the Highmark program that has the bike rentals all over. So you don't need just a vehicle. You just need really your time uh, and energy to want to go out and help feed people. Has the organization run into any legal barriers with food donation? Uh, no. Um, there is a, a law on the books. It's called the Bill Emerson Good Samaritan Law. Uh, and that law protects donors uh, from liability as long as the donation is made in good faith and that there's no negligence with transporting the food. Um, so organizations are... The liability is transferred away from those donating organizations whenever um, the food is handled properly um, and no negligence is involved. Um, we maintain that with our refrigerated truck, um, especially with perishable food. Uh, raw chicken, raw beef, things like that are coming from a controlled temperature in a warehouse into our controlled uh, temperature in our truck. Um, so we we have not had any legal issues, um, but we're protected under the Bill Emerson Good Samaritan Law. This is an absolutely enormous plant. You wait till you see the food warehouse. Now, you'll be able to come in the food warehouse with me, 
but you won't be able to bring your recording equipment here. Okay. Okay, well, I'm going to stop recording, but we'll yeah, see you all okay. on the other side. The Gordon Food Services Distribution Center was really something to behold. When Scott and I walked in, we were greeted by temperatures of around 34 degrees and conveyor belts as far as the eye could see. The facility is around 420,000 square feet and filled with boxes upon boxes of food waiting to be delivered. Scott loaded up several pallets and we were on the road again. We drove back into the city and headed to our pre-scheduled stops, Wood Street Commons, Hazelwood Meals on Wheels, the Latino Family Center, and then on to two city housing authority sites in Glen Hazel. In this next part of the episode, you'll hear from some of the people who met us to unload the donations at each stop and get a peek into the second step in what it takes to get this food onto tables. Can you tell me who you are and which sure. organization you're with? Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, Adam Meyer, and I'm with uh, Community Human Services, CHS, mm-hmm. and uh, the building that uh, houses like homeless people and is uh, called Wood Street Commons on 3rd Avenue. And you're taking a donation today? Yeah, we're taking food donation. Uh, we cook daily meals for about 200 people, and uh, we, we offer f- free food and then uh, way below cost food for people. They usually pay like a buck for meal or two bucks for dinner. And, um, you know, so we, uh, we would never be able to offer that if we, we weren't getting donations from people of like bulk because you can't buy food and have that happen at all, you know. So um, we also produce like uh, free meals and stuff for people in the temporary homeless shelter. And, um, you know, so we really rely on this type of stuff. You know, this will eliminate like more than half the cost of, of our food order in, like the next two weeks. Because we do have to buy food too from like purveyors. And, and uh, but this makes a huge, really stretches out the budget. Allow, allows them to offer a lot more services, have more rooms, more cool, people guys. coming in. What's going on, Scott? How you doing? How you doing? Hey, it's good, man. Say, how you doing, man? How you doing? Good so, yeah, this is good stuff. Very, very necessary. We do emergency cold weather shelter meals too when the cold snaps this week. So this week we're doing it, it's like an extra 200 people over at uh, Red Door. So we make the, the food for them and we run it over in a couple of carts. And, uh, and then if the weather dips below, that's why we like to keep stuff held, you know, built up too because... 20 pounds of cheese sauce. Yeah. Sometimes they'll call us up like this moment's notice and like, you know, hey, could you guys spot us some food? And, you know, they'll have people lined up out there when, it, when the weather gets cold. So then 200 meals goes to 400 pretty rapidly? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can go, like, you know, they'll, they'll give us, a, like, like usually give us a, a you know pretty good notice, but, but you just got to be ready because, like, if you get unexpected weather snaps, they might ask for extra help, and we're always trying to, you know, we try to pitch in, do that stuff for them. A little stuff like that, like, we'll make snack packs for people and just put it out for them so they can take something with them. You know, they have something on them, you know. So it's just... You two with the dolly, huh? That's it. Come and unpack yeah. this truck. Yeah, we come up, we load it up, and then we have a, a little lift. We go through a giant maze down there. It's an old building. And then we, uh, we'll, you know, depending on how much room we got, we'll come back up and get stuff again. So, yeah, this is, uh, we do we do everything now. There's like two guys that do one of this. This is his first day. <laughs> oh, congratulations. I'm the new cook. All right. Well, you'll get to see what you've got to work with pretty soon here. Yeah, yep. it's going to be exciting. We make pretty much anything out of anything. We always make it good. 
10 pounds of uh, sausage But This is a pleasure to be able to do this. Because I used to be in a situation, homeless at one time in my life. And God changed my life. I got 12 years clean. And uh, it's just a blessing to be able to give back. Roberts from the city paper. Okay, cool. <coughs> so you're with the Meals on Wheels program? I'm the cook. Okay. So you, yeah, I guess I'm the guy. We're making 25 for the Meals on Wheels program, and we have a deal with the YMCA that we're producing another 10 to 15 for the homeless people in the neighborhood. Okay. They come around and they over to the pastoral center and they get they get a hot meal they get, if it's a hot meal and they can eat it there they get if it's if they want to take it with them they get a frozen meal okay board of health will not allow us to give hot meals to go, to go. that's just the board of health that's just the way it goes we gotta we gotta obey what the board of health says right. how about some broccoli sure fresh, fresh vegetables smoked sausage uh, how much? How many? 11 pounds. Do you have more than one box? I do not. I'll take it. I'll make it with sauerkraut. Okay. They'll love it. So 11 pounds of sausage. But bananas! I think this is about it, brother. That's about it? Yeah. 40 pounds of bananas? Yes, 40 pounds of bananas. Did, yep. you, did you give him celery or no? no? No celery. Okay. No. All right. Thank you, friend. Oh, thank you. Nice to see you. Nice to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> all righty. Thanks, guys. Really, really. Oh, that's all right. I feel bad just standing around with a microphone. Oh, no, you're all right. I'm Rosa Maria Cristello, director of the Latino Family Center. How long have you been receiving donations? Um, for several months now. I would say maybe maybe even half a year. Yeah. And the interaction with the organization so far has been oh, good great. for you? Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, they've been incredibly helped through their support, been able to help a lot of our families who, uh, for one reason or another, have found themselves, um, you know, without food, either for throughout the weekend or um, for whatever reason. And so now we're able to not just provide them like canned foods, but actually good food for you, like vegetables and fruit and so on that um, 412 Food Rescue provides us once a month. And how many people are you serving out of this particular center? We um, service over 300 families a year Great. all over Allegheny County, so not just in Pittsburgh, but the um, Allegheny County as a whole. 412 Food Rescue has been incredibly um, responsive to our cultural needs. So I think it was last month they brought like avocados and cilantro and, you know, things that our families are comfortable with and they, they will use. Um, so that's been uh, an incredibly just positive thing about our whole relationship is, um, they're very conscious as to who they 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 know who they're gonna come 
provide food for. So. All right. Thank you so much, Rosa. Yeah, thank I you. Appreciate it. <laughs> I disagree I with you, Tina. Dummy, <laughs> with the misdemeanors went downtown today. So how are you? What's your name? My name's Celine. Nice to meet you. I'm Terry Moore. Oh, yeah. Good to meet you, Terry. And I do the, the 412 food distribution in the building. And what project are you with? Um, I live in the High Rise, Glen Hazel High Rise. This is my daughter, my, both my daughters and my granddaughter. This is John Weston. He works, he lives in the building. And Eugene, he lives in the building too. They all volunteer for me. So how many people do you think you're feeding? Yeah. We got uh, 54 pounds. At least 50. Have they been able to provide you with a lot of the things that you need and the things that your residents like? Oh, yes. 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 Um, because of the food rescue, some, sometimes this is all with uh, some of the residents get to eat for that day. 20 pounds of juice. Somebody had Kate Simmer down up there. Behave. <laughs> <laughs> behave. <laughs> hey, what's the weight on the lunch meat? Ten pounds. Ten pounds. Yeah, just do ten pounds of bologna. Bologna. Forty-two pounds green beans. Cool, bologna too. <laughs> hey, I'm stacking up the blue dollar. No, you're fine. You're fine. Forty-two. Beef broth. Mr. CIL, what's up? Yeah. Uh, why don't keep on this side, Sam? Yeah. Another 20 turkey? 20 turkey? Yes. 40 cabbage. So, how many people about are you feeding? All right, you know, I'm just going to take this in. Wow, how many fans? Today, Probably like over. About 30. Yeah, maybe 30 more. 30. 30 yeah, between 30 and 40. Yeah, that's about how many show up. So we make like 30, 35 boxes. So you're making boxes to give out to families? Yeah, we actually, we break it down, the volunteers and the staff, we break it down and, and put it in boxes. And then if there's some left, then we... We have invite others in the community in as well. Can you tell me what your name is? Tracy Williams. Tracy Williams. Yes, I'm a service coordinator, family self-sufficiency service coordinator for housing, Housing Authority City of Pittsburgh. Thank you. You're welcome. We have arrived back from whence we came after a long day of delivering food. Uh-huh. And I think that it was one of the most worthwhile days I've spent in a long time. So thank you, Scott. You're very welcome. For bringing me along. Absolutely. And if people want to get involved with 412 Food Rescue, where would you direct them to? Um, through our social media site, I think is the best. Um, we're on Facebook, 412 Food Rescue. Um, also, just look up 412 Food Rescue's website, uh, 412foodrescue.org, um, and you can get in touch with our volunteer coordinators start following the rescues that we do online if you want to get involved just contact us uh, and we'll be able to get you involved the more people that we get involved the more people that can see the problem that we're having with getting food to certain areas of town and and getting getting food out to everyone that needs it um, and the more people that we get involved in that mission the more people that we can feed so 
Thank you. You're welcome. At the end of the day, after I'd added up the lists of the poundage of all the food that we had delivered, we had rescued about 3,930 pounds of food that otherwise would have been thrown out. I spend a lot of time on this podcast talking about foods that are interesting or intricate and the people who make them for us. But I think it's really important to address the needs of food security that we have in our communities that maybe your neighbor is struggling with right next door. So if you have a car, a bike, a zip car, or just a little free time, you can be active in this cause and help get food onto someone's table tonight. For more soundbite, visit our archives at www.pghcitypaper.com or subscribe to City Paper Podcasts on iTunes. Come along with me and learn how to make pasta with Chef Jamie Tavalleras or how to hunt for pawpaws in the Appalachian Forest. Special thanks to 412 Food Rescue and Scott Marshall for this episode. Happy holidays, everyone. Cook merrily and eat heartily.